Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a Hagana corner. Good day and welcome to the car wash. This is episode 23. On today's show, we ask the questions, is Tembazwane underrated? And what went wrong for Sipelele Ntangase? And how to fill a stadium with no fans? As usual, I am not alone. I've got the man himself, Sean Roberts. How you doing? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Slew. Absolutely world-class. Thanks, buddy. Hope you're well, too. And we also have the legendary Teko Modise. How are you doing, sir? Ah, fantastic, my friend. How are you? All good, all good. Ah, uh, well, you know, we all need a laugh during these times, all right? Sir, uh, Sean Roberts, do you have a joke of the day for us? I do, I do, I do, gents. Are you ready? No. Nope. Yes, indeed. <laughs> what part of the football pitch smells the nicest? The center spot. Uh, uh, scent. Oh, you see, you like it. Oh, man. God. <laughs> Teko, yes. how are you? Oh. It went... <laughs> I didn't get it, so it's fine. <laughs> the scent. The scent. The scent of a woman. Center. Center seki. I need to go back to basics. I need to go back to basics, guys. Yeah, no. that one went out. You, you had to reach for that one. That one was a deep one. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But our first story, uh, we've spoken about this player a couple of times, but I feel like he doesn't get the credit he deserves a lot of the time. And so we asked the question, is Tembazwane underrated? Uh, let's look at his, his resume from his re- since his return, sorry, from Black Aces back in 2014. He's won three PSL titles, two Telcom knockouts, one Nedbank Cup, a CAF Champions League and Super Cup. Uh, this season, he's got nine goals, including some clutch winners when he was facing Celtic and Stellenbosch FC. So, all of this in mind, why do you guys think that he doesn't necessarily get the credit he deserves? And how important is he to that sundown starting eleven? Well, in this podcast, he certainly gets praised, I think, more than any other player. And that's, mm-hmm. in my opinion, that is, without a doubt, he is massively... Um, He's underrated, I guess. Um, he left a massive void when I think he was injured for quite a while, a good few months uh, this season, the beginning of the season. And when he's come back, you've seen the complete change in what he brings to the Sundowns um, striking force. He's a top, top player, a very good pro, which is also very rare these days. Um, and yeah, he's, he's without a doubt the glue of Memelody Sundowns, in my opinion. What do you think, Tex? In the sand. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, I think Sean, you, you're right, man. I mean, we, we we speak about his importance into the Mamelodi Sundowns team, and this is a team that has a crazy schedule every season, and uh, he's as important as well to the national team. You know, you see what he brings into the national team. He's the kind of player that uh, Mamelodi Sundowns are looking up to him when they want to play, and he makes them play. And uh, mm. what's interesting, especially this season, is that he score goals. And it's the only midfield, I think, that has more goals than all the midfielders in the country. And uh, mm. for that, you actually stand a chance of being a Football of the Year. Yet, and again, he was a nominee as well last season. When Lodge won it, he was the candidate as well. And yes. uh, and uh, and uh, looking as well, looking at his consistency as well, you know, it's, 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 it's key. 
you know he plays week in week out you know if he's not injured or if 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 Pizzo doesn't desire uh, decide maybe to rest him that's a different story but whenever he's on the pitch it's a, it's a world class like he for me I, I I find it very difficult to understand as much as we the ones that actually praise him so much I find it very difficult to understand that why he's not named as one of the top players if not the top player in the league do maybe, you know Timber uh, Teka are you, are you good mates with him yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, but 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 the thing is, like with Timber, like he's, he's got a shy character. He's he's a very shy person, down to earth. You know, you will never f- actually see him being busy on the social network. He's not that type of a person. Mm. But when he's on the pitch, he's the busiest of them all. He likes being mm. on the pitch. He loves football, like you said. He's a good professional footballer. He's a good example of how a professional footballer should be. And uh, and uh, and and looking at his growth as well, from where he started to be where he is, he has won everything besides maybe MTN eight. Mm. He has won everything, and then at his age as well, you see. And uh, for me, it's 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 the same thing that I spoke about last season when when Lodge won the football of the year. I had no beef. I have no beef still with Lodge, but I felt like when you've been selected as being a football of the year, you've been selected overall. Mm. Mm. like also include the national team performance as well looking at as well in your influence in the team as well the contribution that you bring in and it just said in south africa i always say like in south africa we 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 neglect the stats we neglect the numbers because we we're going with what we feel about the player we're not forgetting about the numbers if in if we install the numbers in football in south africa you will see that so many players that are overrated so many so many PSL players are are overrated so many as well are, uh, are underrated as well so maybe that will fix that in that regard because of, for me timbers one is it's been the most consistent and with mamelodi sundowns chasing the league he's the guy that actually they'll be looking they'll be looking at, at the team to actually help them play and i feel like he has done what he's supposed to do. There's nothing that Tembazoni can't do now, especially now with him scoring so many goals. I just wish that maybe when the league continues to continue scoring more goals, at least now they've rested. But uh, for me, is is one of the top three candidates for football of the year this season. Mm. Yeah, uh, you know what's interesting about him? He reminds me of the kind of unassuming uh, players in, like in the Premier League. For for Man United, I would say maybe Ryan Giggs, where for so long he's so consistent uh he never really puts a foot wrong but if you were to say greatest man united player of all time probably not gonna immediately say ryan Giggs. yeah uh, like like yeah like like a james milner yes yes yeah exactly. yeah yeah, yeah 100%. like very very strong there i remember someone tweeting something interesting there um when when, when bafana had to play uh, the first qualifiers under molefi where Tembazwane had just come back i think and he was playing well and someone said Tembazwane is the type of player that you should try and build a team around because obviously on sundowns you don't have to you can put all, all the right pieces in sundowns because you have the money but when it comes to a team like Bafana do you guys agree with that sentiment that you could build a team around a guy like Tembazwane? I think you know what Slew at the international level it changes big time you look at um, Lionel Messi for example with, with Argentina he is a completely different player when it comes to Argentina, he doesn't shine nearly as much, nearly as much as he does with Argentina than he does for Barca. Uh, Ronaldo, possibly a little bit of an exception. He seems to shine either way. So um, it's a tough one, especially the style that Bafana play. Um, you can't really base a team around a player 
uh, in the national team, in my opinion. I don't know what Teko thinks, but that's my opinion. Look, I think in the national team, you you, you need a star player. You need a player that will inspire other players to play well. And Tembazwane is that guy. Mm. But it's just that the problem, I think, is with the, within the national team, we I don't necessarily think that we have an identity in terms of how we play. That's why at Sundowns, is such a star because Sundowns have identified how they play. I think in the national team, we're still searching and also with having different coaches so most of the time, it doesn't help us in terms of how we want to play. Mm. But I don't see any national team, our national team actually being selected with our Timbers only playing. And if we can also realize also what, 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 what also maybe uh, put a stamp on, on Lodge in the national team is when Timbers only got suspended and, Timber, and Lodge came in and played and he scored that goal, that wonderful goal that he scored against Egypt. Yes. But also, if 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 you can say maybe you know it it's it's it happened it, you know football is like that it happens to a person that's supposed to happen to you. of course he won the football of the end and that happens as well it took his third way above but yet again you come back to this season the only person that was a nominee on the football of the year category last season the only person that is consistent the Sambas one nobody else mm. so now when you when you when you look at the overall performance this season of of, of the teams you can say Kansas Chiefs has been very dominant in terms of how they play especially this season they've been very aggressive you look at Mamelodi Sundowns coming back when we knew exactly that they have no you know having games at hand doesn't guarantee you points but coming back the mm. way they play they've been they've been hustling and they've been getting points and Timberson has been uh, one of those guys as well that have been doing very, very well. And uh, to, to see also, like to, to come back to the point of being an national team, I think in the national team, yes, it's important to have a star player, the player that will actually look up to, but I don't think it's it's an ideal situation to actually build a team around a player in the national team. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. Sorry, Slu. Um, and, and just in terms of his um, consistency within the PSL, it's very, very rare these days to find a consistent player as consistent as Timber. I mean, even last week we spoke about how consistent Jomo Sono was. Yeah. Um, mm. And, and it's, it's very hard to find that. So you can imagine we having these same conversations in two, three seasons time and he's still been that consistent. He's got to be up there with some of the PSL's greatest ever, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Have to agree with that. And when it comes to the national team level, I suppose we also need to kind of find some consistency as a national team in terms of coaching staff, as Esteco mentioned, and also style of play, as you mentioned as well. You can't really expect one player to carry a team that doesn't really have a vision to begin with, I suppose. So, uh, what's... What went wrong for Spillele and Changa? So we, we can move on to this story. Um, if you have, if you, if you, if you get the paper online, it's available on Maxter.com. It's not printing this week currently, but um, the kind of the central story is this Chiefs star who this season has been tough. He hasn't played a single minute for Chiefs this season. He hasn't even made the match day squads. Uh, back when Solinas was in charge, he tried to convert him from his uh, standard number ten position to a number eight alongside Katande. Did not really work out. Under Middendorp, he found himself on the right side of a diamond midfield. Uh, so what do you guys think went wrong for Ntanga? So was it just the wrong move for him? Uh, are coaches using him the wrong way? Or is there something going on behind the scenes that maybe we don't know? Look, it's possibly all the above. But but in my opinion, um, he's not a defensive midfielder. He's an attacking man. He's a very, very good player. Don't get me wrong. He's just not suited for Kaza Chiefs at the moment. You can't ask a player, well, you can ask a player like that to come back and track back, but he's not going to. We've, we, they've tried and tried and tried, and it's just not embedded in him that uh, he's going to track back. He's, a, he's an attacking midfielder. He's a very good midfielder. But it, it, at the moment, that's not what they're after. Do you know what I mean? They, they don't need that. So 
it's time for him to move on, in my opinion. Where he goes, I don't know. Whether it's a, a team like uh, a Barocco or a Black Leopard that will suit his style of play. Um, but his style of play at the moment doesn't really fit into the Kaiser Chiefs setup. If you're going to ask him to track back, he needs to track back, which he's not doing. That's just my opinion. But he's a very, very good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Shawnee, I think... It's it's very difficult, number one, to play for a big team like Kids Chiefs, especially coming from a very small team where everything went around you. And then there's certain things that have been demanded in a big team that you can't provide. And as a footballer, if you're not going to change with times and with the demands of football right now, you're going to be left behind. And this is exactly what's happening with this player. He's a fantastic player. But yet again, football football also requires not just talent. It also requires for one to work hard, for one to be part of the system that actually functions and work well within the team, within the team mm. structure. And he's not giving that into kids of Chiefs. Hence, you see Lebo Manyama being that important figure in the team. I think what this Pelele is, is we need to understand also, we need to be... You know, we need to accept that the number 10 role in South Africa, very few players can play that position and very few teams have the number 10. And most of the teams that has a number 10 are smaller teams. Yes. Majority of the teams that plays with the number 10 are very small teams. The big teams, the Sundowns, we've got two tens, which mm. those two tens presumably are the wingers that comes inside and form a two tens. Or sometimes they play with the false nine that makes them two tens with Serenio and Villagas. And Orlando Paris, you've got the Memela. Sometimes they play with three up front. So it, those are different stuff. And it, Vets as well, they've got Jugamache. Or sometimes if it's, if it's not there, they play three up front. So there's very few players that actually can you know, perfect that role. I think it's important for Spelele to to actually realize that he needs to change with the with, with what the requirements are. He needs to work harder. He needs to prove himself. He needs to prove to everybody else that he's not just a good football player, but you know, he can work hard for the team. And that's what is required from within the system. You can see everybody works harder. And for for, for Spelele, if if he wants to change the mindset of the coach, whatever that he's doing needs to work. You know, sometimes the team can change the system to suit you, but you need to be that player that makes a team that makes a team tick, that creates goals, that score goals. Playing as a number ten position, uh, position, you don't even that creative in terms of goals. You know, scoring goals. There is no point to have a number ten in the team, and that's what is that's what is at now at Kaiser Chiefs. You can't play that role and not being contributing to to the assist. So now. I think for me, it's 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 a good step that he, he took for Kaiser Chiefs just to learn because I don't think he would have learned that uh, at, at any different team. Mm. So I think now, especially at his age, he now needs to look at this season and what is it that he did wrong? What is it that he needs to improve? What is it that he needs to change? Because he can't play the same way and expect to play anywhere else. He can go to whatever team. If he's not going to track back, it's going to be a problem because mm. also you must understand coming from a big team like Kaiser Chiefs, let's say going, going to a smaller team, now he could go there with the stage of being a Kaiser Chiefs player, former Kaiser Chiefs player, going there. If he's not going to track back, same players, they're going to say he thinks he's bigger than the game because he was playing yeah. for Kaiser Chiefs. So it come, it's going to be a problem. So he needs to he needs to change how he plays, adjust to the game. So sometimes because just that uh, 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 it goes it for every player. I think every 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 footballer that wants to be great that wants to be a star there's certain things that need to go through that those are the kind of things that actually build the, your character and this is the time where he needs to build his character and become a different player because if he wants to play the way he wants to play just because the fans like him trust me he's not going to make it anyway it irrespective of where he goes because he's still going to face the same similar problem that he needs to come back and defend and when he's in the ball he's on the ball mm -hmm. he needs to be that creative he needs to create goals he needs to score goals as well yeah yes. correct i mean just to add in there Slew, sorry but um this is as Teka was saying just to add on to that, like this is really such a pivotal pivotal time in his career right now. This is make or break. 
I don't know how he's going to react to all of this because it hasn't been a great past 18 months for him. We all know that. But this is either make or break for him now. Like Teko saying, is he going to go to a new team with a big head? Hasn't played many minutes, still thinks he's a Kaiser Chiefs player. That's not going to cut in the PSL with a lot of teams. So I hope he gets his head right. And um, as I said, he's a hell of a talented player. And if he can get that right, then uh, we're in for a big spoil next season. Yeah, and, and you know, to me, it, us, it, it brings up this bigger question. Are we kind of seeing the death of like solid roles in terms of where you are on the pitch because i'm seeing in europe uh, like the number 10 role has kind of fallen out of out of favor a lot of teams are, are are opting for three in the middle of the park and all of them have to be workhorses track back and attack and and link up with the with the front three and even when it comes to strikers uh we look at obama yang for arsenal he's their top goal scorer but you often find him playing on left wing if we look at the PSL years ago Teco you were converted from from this from the middle of the park out wide so mm. do you think that we're moving towards this era of kind of positionless football where everybody is expect like you, you have your position but you're expected to do a lot more above and beyond just like if you're an attacker you attack you have to you have to kind of be What's the right word? What's the right word? But you have to be, you have to be like like Play-Doh. You have to be able to be shaped into different things, uh, you know, for different games. Slu, the the word you're looking for is versatile. Yeah, versatile. Thank you. <laughs> Lockdown brain, bro. <laughs> so Slu, you're right, man. I think, um, of course, uh, Liverpool has influenced on how teams approaches the game right now, um, and. Uh, and also what it helps as well within the teams is the kind of players that you have. And uh, sometimes with the players that you have, it, it helps in terms of um, having a different type of formation or an identity of the team. And uh, with, uh, with, 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 with what we, what's happening right now is the reason why you're saying three midfielders were caused coming back with three forwards as well. It has helped so many teams as well, but yet again, like I'm saying, we don't see the Ozos now. You don't, you don't even speak about them because of that number ten role. It's slowly, slowly dying. Yeah. Merely because, like you're right, merely because the teams that are dominating in world football, they don't use the number ten, and uh, we copy the best. People copy the best, and that's what is happening right now. So I'm saying, like, yeah, like you said, uh, if you're not a versatile player, you know, if if you're a player that's uh, struggle to adapt. To what the football requires right now you're gonna struggle irrespective of which position you play you might be a midfielder if you you are katande you just wanna just defend defend and not play the ball you're gonna struggle as well mm -hmm. you need to be able to to be versatile and be doing so many things on the pitch because gone are those days where you 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 can just do what you're supposed to do and that's it mm -hmm. and, and and rely on other guys to do so many things as a center back you're required to to have a couple of goals within the season yeah. because of van dyke is doing so yeah. as a midfielder you you required even even if you look at Liverpool, you look at um, who's their captain? Um, uh, uh, Henderson, Jordan Henderson. Henderson. When he started off, when he started off at, at, at Liverpool, he was just a, um, uh, an anchor guy that used to defend, and and that's it. Now mm. he's he, now he has shifted now because of this Brazilian came from from Monaco come in there in that sixth role. Mm. He starts to play. So now you're required in different positions. You're required to do certain things. And if you're a player that's not going to be evolving with the, with the game you're gonna always struggle you're gonna find the less talented players but will probably play more games just because he adjusted to what the situation is so look look at look at now even in Keita at Liverpool he's a fantastic player 
but you can't adjust to the to, to the system and what's required of football right now. Football now requires you need to if you don't have pace, you need to be good pass of the ball. You need to be able to defend, mm. and if you if you don't have those type of things, you need to be able to score goals and create goals. Then the system will be you know will be will, will, will revolve around you. But if yeah. you're not that, look at you cannot tell me that Messi can move from Barcelona and come to England and do the same thing that he's doing at Barcelona. It's impossible. Yeah. That's why you don't see him shine in at at, at, at Argentina because Argentina is not required to walk. Yes, the coach says he can walk, but he understands that now at at, at, at Argentina, there's so many the team doesn't revolve around him as much as they're looking up to him to bring him results, but they're not going to work hard for him to give him the ball and do what he's supposed to do. At Barcelona, it revolves around him. So. Yeah. <clears throat> We're not gonna have too many messes, too many Ronaldos. But guys, you need to work to work their ass off. Look at Ozil. How I'm, I'm not Ozil uh, Hazard. He's struggling at 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 at, uh, at the Madrid at Madrid because things are different there. The requirements are different. If you're not gonna be able to adjust very quickly, you're gonna always struggle. But also as a footballer, also you wanna you wanna look back and then you carry him like yes, that season actually helped me because I struggled with this and this and this, and I was able to come back next season being a, a different footballer and adjusting to the game. That's what the greats are. No great footballer. Or uh, um, there's never ever far uh, never found such situation when Changas is and and able to to change their games. Everybody has. I think it's yeah. like 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 um, uh, Sean has said. I think this is very very important for him now to look back and actually reflect on what is it that he needs to change about his game, where he wants to see him, the players that inspires him to be a great footballer. Because you, you cannot just being a footballer in the, in the league and just watch your games and that's it. You need to be looking up yeah. up to somebody that is great and playing in your same similar position and look at what. The, what, what they're doing, I think Jagaza should be the one, and and we, we they they coach by a coach that actually looks at the numbers. You yeah. know, he's, he's he's a coach that actually knows that if if you're playing in this team, you need to be contributing of some sort. And I don't think Jagaza yeah. is in that position to be contributing anything positive within the team, except for the fact that the fans like him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and you have to adapt to survive. I mean, Sean, even as a goalkeeper, you've seen um, what's it, Manuel Neuer for Germany. He he ended up kind of coming up. Mm. He, he he sometimes plays like a sweeper role almost. Um, so so you know the great the great players I think you know are able to adapt to to different positions. Even Wayne Rooney found himself in midfield towards the end of his career. So um, yeah, it's an interesting no, topic. Hundred percent. I mean, just to conclude, to to become a successful person, even not even just a sportsman, but let's just talk about a PSL player here. Be consistent, be able to adapt, and be versatile. That's it. And it sounds easy, but that's it in a nutshell. Those are the, those are, that's that's uh, staying staying relevant for dummies 101 right there. <laughs> uh, and uh, moving on, we have the international news desk. Uh, right here we have an interesting one. It's two potentially massive money moves. One, this one has been spoken about for a while. Um, in recent months actually actually a lot in recent months and never before because i previously thought mbappe would want to go to real madrid mm. but it turns out now it's looking more like he might be a liverpool boy in future because sadio mane might go to madrid um and it's interesting nike's involved with with uh, liverpool being able to fund this move mm. but um do you guys think that these are dominoes that we could see fall in the summer transfer window mbappe huge money move to liverpool mane uh, over to Madrid. I mean, wouldn't that be amazing for the Premier League and for for the neutral people watching? Um, mm. I, for, I think what is it on four hundred thousand pounds a week at the moment? I mean, it's it's just that, ludicrous. that's what he's demanding. That's is that what he's demanding. So yeah, obviously yeah. Nike Nike have got to come to the the party with that because I don't think Liverpool can 
go even near that to afford that. But uh, Mane to Madrid. Yeah, I mean, it could happen for sure. I think the Liverpool faithful will surely miss him. But to get uh, Mbappe in, in as his replacement, oh, and if he stays fit, he will just, Oof. oh, he'll tear the off the Premier League defenders. I can't wait if this is going to happen. Hey, I hear you, Sean, tear the defenders. <laughs> Listen, uh, for, for me, is, is the question will be, um, if he comes to Liverpool, let's say the deal does happen, uh, which position would he prefer to play? Would it be suited on the left? Which which this is this is where uh, 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 Man is playing right now. Would he be able to play on the left? And also, will he be as well doing what is required from from the system to track back to to press higher? So much aggression. Yeah. Would he be able to do that? Because he's not doing that in the national team. He's not doing that at PSG. So he will be having different requirements to do. And also, the pace of the game in the APL is way higher than anywhere else. And uh, also, will he be staying fit? Will he be scoring so many goals that he scores there? So those are the kind. And also, with the price tag that it comes with, the, the demands will be so high. And for 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 me as well is is what's important is would it be a good guy to have in 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 the dressing room? Mm. You know, humidity, you know, and all that kind of stuff that attributes to being a good team because that, that's what Klopp is about. Yes. You know, your talent, yes, you've got talent, but would you be a good guy to hang around with in the dressing room? So with, with Mbappe being a young boy, with Mbappe, uh, uh, with the price tag that he has, for me, Mbappe is a talented player, but the price tag that he has, it's, it's insane. It's crazy. I don't think he's done much to actually deserve to be in that category, but it is football. It's a market. It's crazy as well. But for me, if it comes to Liverpool, it'd be very, very interesting to see whether it's going to shine or not. But I'll, I would have loved to see him at at, at, uh, at Real Madrid because at Real Madrid, you're guaranteed to play Champions League every year. You stand a very good chance of winning the Champions League, like in the EPL. And that's where you want to be. You've won the World Cup. You won the Champions League. You need to go to a team that will actually help you where the pressure is not that much but the pressure is on the team itself not on the individual and that's where Madrid comes in Madrid has got the pressure for everyone else your crews everybody else is in the team there's mm. pressure for them to perform big yes. week in week out when he goes to Liverpool the pressure will be on him and to do what Sonny has done what 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 uh, what the Egyptian god has done? So now, so now, this will be different requirements. So just that for me, that I, I don't doubt his playing abilities. I don't I don't doubt his goal scoring abilities. What my concern is, would he be the guy that actually he will be fit enough or will fit in the system, especially in the dressing room? Will he be the guy to actually to be to have that humility to understand that he needs to do certain things irrespective of his price tag? Yes. Is 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 Liverpool big enough, Teko, for him? As a brand, I, 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 it just for me. I, I've always said that Liverpool is always had players that needed to make their names. Mm. Liverpool has made so many people uh, big stars. Uh, uh, it's very rare to find a big star coming to Liverpool and especially shine. There's always been the mm. underdogs that grew up within the Liverpool structure and become superstars. Mm. So now this one will be very interesting as well. If you remember Suarez coming from from Ajax where he had problems and all that stuff, he came there, he became a superstar. Mm. You know, and and for me, I don't see that happening with, with Mbappe, but as well, football has evolved. Mm. But for me, is is the system that is required at Liverpool. We know that Liverpool front forwards, they're working their ass off. And Mbappe has never shown me that side of him. I haven't seen that side of him. Any game that I've watched, I've never seen that side of him. And I've always said that Mbappe uh, relies on his speed, which is his tool. He he relies on his speed. Yes, he's a good finisher. Yes, he wants to score goals. Yes, yes, yes. But now, if you want to win the Champions League, because that's what you want to do, 
because I don't, I don't, I doubt, I doubt Liverpool, um, um, Madrid will, will never maybe come close to what he he wants to have. But then mm. at the end of the day, the certain sacrifice that you need to make for you to become a top player. And Mbappe is is one of the top players, especially the younger ones that are coming up. He's got he's got the potential. But now you want to go to a team that will actually help you to grow and become the best that you want to be in the world. He wants to win the Ballon d'Or. You'll never win it at Liverpool. That's a fact. Mm. Uh, and, you know, to me, you brought up the, a good point about Liverpool being a place where underdogs come to shine. I think you could also say the same about Klopp as a manager. He tends to take underdogs and, and, and mold them into superstars. I don't mm. think I don't think Klopp has ever once signed a superstar, um, you know, whether it was with Dortmund or with or, or with Liverpool. He, he always signs guys who still have something to prove. Mbappe is coming there with a World Cup winner's medal. Mm. Um, it's it's, it's going to be a big ego and he seems like a humble enough gent but, you know, he, he's also got an arrogant streak to him. Mm. So I just don't know how he'll line up there. Um, it's an interesting discussion. I mean, we first of all, we have to see when football comes back, how much players are worth when it does come back. So all of this is speculation mm. but yeah. I, 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 like, I like the conversation of Mbappe in the Premier League and, that would be very very interesting and, and also Slu, if if you look the only time the only way also sometimes to humble these younger ones that are coming up is to surround them with players that have won everything and that's where Madrid comes in you cannot tell Ramos anything because he's won everything and he works hard you know and those are the kind of uh, you you want to surround yourself with such players because of you want to grow as a football now you're going to 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 Liverpool Yes, they've won the Champions League last season. Is Liverpool going to win the Champions League again in the near future? The chances are not as much. Mm. But also, you you're looking at Madrid, what they're trying to do. They they have the younger ones there, but uh, the the boy from Brazil that's playing on the left. They've got your Hazard. There. They've got the younger guys. Vinicius. Yeah, they, you're trying to build a team around the younger ones because they want to build the next generation. You want to be part of that. You you want to be part of that. Not 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 necessarily that Liverpool is a bad team to go to, but Liverpool always, like you said, always bring the uh, the guys that actually wants to prove themselves, that want to reestablish their careers. Mbappe is a world established footballer that wants to win the Champions yeah. League, that wants to win the important leagues. Because, like I said, I've always said that let let. Uh, at France, they're playing with doctors and physicians, <laughs> they're pharmacists, yeah, the pharmacists and all that stuff. So you wanna you wanna play amongst the best players. You wanna be surrounded by. You wanna compete with the best players. And where the best players are, they're in Spain. So you've so that's what I'm saying. So you've basically answered my question. You know, I asked, do you think Liverpool's big enough? And it doesn't sound like you agree with that. I, no, I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think Liverpool's big enough for him and what he wants to achieve. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I, I just personally don't. I think it's the right fit. I'd actually be gutted if Sadio Mane left Liverpool for Madrid. I think he's perfect for, for Liverpool. Mm. But um, uh, that's neither here nor there. Let's move on to that. Real quick, let's just touch on this. We've been discussing the Belarusian League, yeah. the ridiculousness of this country. Um, <laughs> so they still haven't stopped playing football. And their new solution is because obviously some supporters are like, nah, you know, we're going to stay at home. This is getting a little dangerous. Um, so what the club is doing, this club are called Dinamo breast so they've decided to put mannequins all around the stadium and then fans can pay for their tickets and have their faces pasted on top of the, uh, <laughs> uh, the mannequin at the stadium <laughs> and they'll also get delivered a match day program to their home address <laughs> so, unbelievable that's unbelievable in, but, but, unreal what do you is this the future of football guys i mean but the positive out of this if there's one positive because i still think it's ridiculous they're still playing <laughs> But the one positive is that all that money 
that uh, these these guys buy the tickets gets um, donated to fight to help fight the coronavirus. So yes, um, that's that's the only positive. How they still playing? I have no idea. Um, is this the future of football? God only knows, Lou. I hope not, but I <laughs> yeah. hope not. No, I hope but, not. But um, well. it's it's great content to talk about. Um, virtual fans, I guess, is what's that's what it's about, right? I mean, it's virtual yep. fans. They're not even there, but it's it's yeah. it's cool. It's it's, but it's cool. If that even makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Oh my goodness! I don't know. I don't know. Just an insane, just an insane one, in my opinion, because. You know, essentially, I can get a ticket to a Belarusian Premier League game now. So, Teko, you want to go with me? <laughs> no, I'm good, Chief. I'm, I'm good. You can go. <laughs> I'm shocked. No ways. Oh, no ways. Man. I'm not going to risk my health on the, on, on, on the football game, especially now. I think what, they, like, like Shona said, they're trying, they're trying to come up with a marketing tool that actually works. And also, because the donation, uh, the money goes for donation, it helps in that regard. But as for your face, dude, being there and you're not even there, that's creepy. It's <laughs> really creepy. Yeah, creepy. Uh, but moving on, uh, our sister publication, uh, Kickoff Magazine, uh, has a feature on their back page called The Secret Footballer. Uh, an anonymous local footballer tells a story, good or bad, from their playing career and time uh, in the PSL or lower divisions. Uh, and it's our man, Sean Roberts, who always gives us the story. So what's the juice this week? Yeah. Well, Give us the juice. Player, yeah, some player from uh, TS Galaxy. So obviously they won the Nedbank Cup last season and have made it into the CAF Confederation Cup. Um, and they talk about, they've obviously, they've had trips to Seychelles and Madagascar, which haven't been easy, but they talk about landing in Africa and how hard it can be. Um, and I quote, we were told the hotel doesn't serve food. We would have to go out and buy our own groceries, which we thought was funny. And, you know, obviously rocking up, there was no field, there was an astroturf, there were no beds in the hotel. It was more like a clubhouse. And Teko, I mean, I remember me and you, we went to Niger, I think it was, with Bafana. And mm. it was one of the... Oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was horrific. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've played in the African Champions League. Um, I haven't. I played in the Asian Champions League, which is also pretty... <laughs> but, um, you know, in terms of going to Africa, I mean, our trip was awful, but it's... What, what do you think? I mean, is it... Because they talk about here that it's it gives the guys a lot of airtime in terms of possibly possibly being signed by bigger teams etc etc but to go over to africa the conditions are dire you really have to adapt i mean sundowns do it year after year and they and they do pretty well um what's your opinion on on traveling into deep dark africa Tex? uh first of all i'll say your team needs to have big pockets mm. because mm. one is you need to scout the place that you're gonna stay at first you need to make sure that the hotel is proper has all the necessities for the team and with TX, ts galaxy clearly they didn't do that clearly they booked via online without sending anybody to check those <laughs> things out and that's number one <laughs> number one problem yeah, and and the second thing is you need to understand also to make to form relationships in terms of the field. Not every not everywhere you go, there's always gonna be an astroturf pitch. Mm. You need to also make those kind of relationships and find out. And also, don't be don't be scared to actually uh, uh, ask the teams that actually been there before. Like with 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 Sundowns, what they did, they asked Orlando Pirates. 
before before because a lot of parents have been there twice in a row yeah. so they understood the, the kind of routes i need to take and the, the, the kind of hotels i need to stay in what are what are the expectations there and all the kind of stuff so tears galaxy they needed to do that but i think because of this a small team getting excited and all that stuff yes it's super nice to play in the champions league because it gives you one opportunity number two it builds your character when you come back into the PSL or within the domestic league, you become a different player. You know, it's a, it's, it's a good challenge. Even though we, we are some of us played in the national team, but I think Champions League had made me a better player mm. in terms of how strong-minded I should I suppose uh, 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 should be. And also, it, it gave us belief that irrespective of which game we're gonna play, we're gonna win. Right. You know, that's that's the mentality we came with, and it's not something that we spoke about, but you could see the belief within the team. You could see, you know, the 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 the, the, the aggression that we had. You know, the ego that we had that we are a big team and nobody's going to come here and beat us at, at, at our home cup and that helps in, in within the team as much but I, I, I would say like the most important thing is you have big pockets if you're not going to if you want to play Champions League you need to have big pockets because you're going to travel a lot you're going to find certain things that are very very uncomfortable and you need to pay for them and if you don't yeah. have the kind of money to move your hotel from one hotel to another where it's actually perfect for players you're not going to survive in Champions League then they don't even play Champions League yeah good point definitely Moving swiftly forward, we have uh, an interesting uh, interview or, or quotes rather came from uh, Siabonga Sangweni, uh, who retired early in uh, 2016 due to injury. And he spoke about his heartbreak having to sign those insurance forms. And it got me thinking a lot of readers and listeners, uh, you know, we, we have experience with insurance for like our house and our car. But what is what what is your guys' experience with insurance for potential injury? Did you guys get insurance? How, how expensive is it? Uh, and uh, how much how, how much throughout your career did you worry about man you know i know deco you always brag you never had an injury but um but uh sean like how much of a stress was it throughout your career like this could end any 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 day you know what slew i can speak hours on this because this is something that i've i've been very passionate about and actually sat with the psl numerous times to try and fix because the players don't have personal insurance in this country unlike the rugby players unlike the cricket players you can get personal insurance but it costs an absolute fortune and you've got to get it from a uk-based uh company the, the the clubs here are insured the clubs are insured um i know there is some insurance with the psl in terms of, i think emil baron was a good story where he broke his leg um uh, however long it was i think it was 2012 or maybe a little bit before when he was at wits um and he could never play again and he got paid out next to nothing i mean this is a guy who was a magnificent goalkeeper in his day uh, under 23 international full international played for wits played for chiefs um and it's a worry. I mean, you look at someone like, here's a very good example, someone like Opal Manisa now, who coming to the end of his current contract, had a very bad injury this season. Okay, he's come right. But imagine now he didn't come right. And he's got nowhere else to go. And he's got these expenses because he can't play. He, he won't get paid out in certain circumstances. He, he'll have to ride. If, if he can't play ever again, he might get paid out something small. But it's not like England where players are completely in, uh, insured and they'll get paid out quite a bit so they set up for the rest of the career. It doesn't happen here, unfortunately. And it is a, a, a massive worry. I went through it in 20, uh, was it 2010, just before the World Cup, where they said I'd never play again with my with my double knee up. Uh, but thank God I, I came back and I um, you know, rejuvenated myself and, and played for an extra four years, whatever. But there was no insurance for me back then. So it is a constant worry and, um, and there needs to be something done about it. But... 
you know what I've, I've spoken about this for years and nothing's been done about it so um to answer your question it's a massive worry um and you just you, this is the importance of looking after yourself both on and off the field as a true professional yeah and 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 man like as footballers you don't you don't play the game uh thinking about injuries of course it's something that we scared of because we know the delay that it brings in and uh, sometimes people don't come back from that but we we love the game so much that we we sometimes neglect the most important stuff like your your insurance for instance but mm. also i think within the structure of 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 of, of football in africa i think it's designed for footballers yes to shine and also to fail mm-hmm. if you're not going to shine you're going to fail mm-hmm. you know and uh, and like like in the uk you there's a certain amount of money that's been taken out of your salary it's been put aside when you you're done playing that money is going to be given to you like a salary yeah. so that you can be able to to do those couple of things that you want to do in life and so but but in the PSL it doesn't happen that way mm. what else we've got a sponsorship that when you win the league i think now it's increased but it's over 10 million rands we've got we've got cups that are 7 million rands within 8 million also so there's a lot of money that is within the our 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 PSL that that, that is so much that we can do with it but i don't think in the longer run any player benefits from that yeah. i think once you're done that's what i'm saying that i feel like we slaves once you're done it's finished we move on to the next one who's coming next Prostitutes. i don't think there's a, yeah yeah i don't think there's a system <laughs> that it's i don't think there's a system that is put in place for players to succeed even beyond football so no, so now that's your right yeah no. that's a daily struggle and i don't think I don't think the PSL is open minded for that. I don't think they're in the verge of being open enough and discuss those type of issues and implement new systems that will actually help the players. I think the PSL they enjoy the fact that once you're done retiring, you come back to them and ask for the help and then you are always mm-hmm. reference that you look if you play well you'll be you'll be you you'll be like Spanban who still works here at the, at under yep. 12 being a coach. Nobody yep. would, some 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 footballers some some ex footballers going to those uh things because they've got no choice, mm-hmm. not because they want to yeah. be coaches. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm saying that if the system is is properly in South Africa if we can put system other system proper in in place, I think we can have a more successful footballers once they're retired as well. So I think in Jay like like Sean has said we 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 are we are being prostituted here. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, I was I was very lucky slew just to end off sorry but I was um I signed a four year deal at Ajax and in the first six months I had to go for those ops and they honored my contract. So throughout the two and a half years being out um I was still getting paid thank god. But if I signed a year contract what would have happened to me after that I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I was very very fortunate but a lot of players out there aren't as fortunate. Yeah, and one only hopes that the PSL and uh Safpu are listening uh and 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 just kind of you have did to you just say look Saf- back. Did you say Safpu? <laughs> you said Safpu. The the, the players you didn't were there. New new organization <laughs> that is just created. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Jeez. Oh man, but yeah, we we only hope that 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 you know in this country we kind of realize that a lot of our former players just ain't hitting it and if we look at the premier league those guys become pundits and they do it for fun you know we we want to see the same in in, in local football for sure mm. uh moving on we have this week in history today we remember great moments from the past we dive into the time capsule join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history so this week in 1905 liverpool secured their second league title and it was it was the first time in league history that a newly promoted team 
won the top flight. So they were in the lower division the, the season before, came back and won their second league title. Yeah. Uh, this week in 19, oh, sorry, this week in 2012, uh, Kaiser Chiefs coach Vladimir Vermezovic was fired. Uh, I only bring this up because two years later, Pirates hired him and he coached them for about 10 months before being fired just before Christmas in 2014. And then um, this week in 1937, Scotland hosted England at Glasgow's Hampton Park for the last match of the 1937 British Home Championship. The official attendance at the match was recorded at 149,415, which set a world record at the time and remains a record for European competition. I think Brazil holds the world record with, with something crazy like 180,000 or something like that. But Wow. I can't even imagine that many people like well I can't even visualize that many people in my mind but that is insane wow. moving on we have transfer news and speculation so sundowns uh it seems they've they've sorted themselves with the keeper role they have a keeper I think it's Jody February coming back and then two midfielders one being of course um uh, Maluleka but now they're looking to strengthen up in defense and they're involved in both of these two transfer stories uh, as we close off the show First of all, Edmilson Dove, will he snub Sundowns? Uh, you know, the left back for Cape Town City has, has come out and said that he's happy where he is and doesn't need a big money move. Uh, do you think that the move would make sense for him or do you think he's right in kind of playing it safe and, 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 and building himself up at Cape Town City? Well, I can give you my opinion. I mean, Teko will probably know more being there, but um, I don't think... Not many players will openly say, oh, I'm, I'm not open to a big money move. That's a load of bull****. Um, I think it comes down to whether the price is right for, for John Kometis in Cape Town City. I still believe, and Teko might disagree with me, but I still believe Ed Nielsen is a left-back. Mm. Um, an out-and-out left-back, and I believe that he will be a very good replacement for Langemann um, if, if the day comes. Well, that's what they're obviously after. Um, I think he'll be a very good fit for Sundowns. Um, it, is a big, it is a big risk at Ed Nielsen's age to leave... Uh, a team where he's starting regularly, but I do believe he needs to back himself and he's good enough to play for Sundowns. I really do believe that. What do you think, Tex? Uh, if it happens that he goes to Sundowns, I think it will be good for his pocket and his profile as well. Mm. But my my biggest worry is, even when I was playing for Cape Town City, he's not your up and down left fullback. You know, that will go down the line and come back, go down the line for... Whatever, but he, he has it in him. He has it in him. He's got yeah, the engine. Yeah, but not now. Now, now I think now because he's been converted into a centre back at, at Cape Town City. Now he's 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 yeah. been the most consistent player within within the Cape Town City team this, this season. He's mm. been the one that is playing regularly. Others have been chopping and changing. Mm. But now he's got a good quality in terms of passing the ball, reading the game well. You know, he's very strong aerially. And uh, he's very brave as well. Sometimes he does so many malakia things at the back. You're like, what are you doing, Chief? Yeah. <laughs> but he's, 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 a, he's a brave player. Mm. But for, for, for profile purposes and to grow his stature, yes, Sanas might be a good move. Mm. But also, it comes back to what we spoke about in Changas. There, there's going to be different requirements. Because if you want to replace Langaman, you want to replace Langaman with a person that is younger, a version of Langaman that will go down the line mm. and bring in those crosses. We have assists. Langaman has so many assists. I don't think people actually realize. Yeah, Langaman right. has got so many, so many assists and he's contributing so much into that team. And, and he's consistent. And he's very consistent as well. And he's never uh, injured. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like he's too skinny to be having muscle problems. <laughs> I always used to tell him that, but 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 also is is that's why you still seeing your because like I think we had this conversation uh, before. That's why you seeing uh, Lekay went there with the, with with the thought of okay, if Langaman is not playing, you can always play like Kay because I love Kay. He played as a left back at Celtics as well, but now he gets there. You realize that oh, he actually doesn't have the requirements that I need for this team. Mm-hmm. Yes, it looked good when he was playing for Cape Town City down the line, but here we're playing a different role where we don't use wingers, out and out wingers. So now the only way that he can play is him playing as a left back, coming from deep to cross in the box. Because at that time there will be so many numbers within the box. Mm-hmm. But then he doesn't. He doesn't give you that. He doesn't give you that what Langaman gives you. He doesn't. Langaman with one-on-one situation, he can come out. Lake. Not necessarily. So you you Dove as well. He gets there. He's play as a left back, one on one situation where he needs to bypass somebody and put in the cross. He'll never be do, able to do that. Mm. So now that's why I'm saying the requirements there will be higher. You know, they'll, you, they'll be required for you to be perfect all the game, all the time because mm. of now you're playing for the, such a big team. Yes, in Cape Town City can get away with so many mistakes because yeah. we're a small team. We always rectify that. Sometimes you won't be. And yes, you're right, Sean. Uh, uh, there's no player that will come out and say I don't want a big money move yes they mm. do but also sometimes the fear of playing in a big team knowing for the fact that you don't have in you the belief that you can be as as mm. good as people actually think that you can sometimes it, it brings a fear in you then you want to play safe hence probably maybe he won't or he doesn't want to move and also it helps because of now you're playing regularly in this team you're still getting your national call-ups you're still good you're earning what you're supposed to earn but also it's always good grade as well to, to end bigger and if it it's announced always obviously the deal will be bigger you'll end bigger but it shouldn't be the case of obringoma right. that's the fear don't don't yeah. don't don't do it just because you need to do it i feel like if 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 i also told him the other day i said if there's a team that you can go to and actually you're gonna fit like a glove is case chiefs because case chiefs people don't understand how much how much they are at the back but because they're doing so well nobody speaks about it case chiefs is the other back and that's the team that can actually fit in because he doesn't do too many things he does his jobs and he you know he goes on with his with his business i think that's because it's sometimes he'll be required to tuck in to tuck there and dove whenever he gets confused it's a problem <laughs> so i think i think i promise you it's a problem my friend i play with that guy he's very stubborn so i think if, yeah. if he has to go is to make a big money move if kaiser chiefs come through i think kaiser chiefs will be the right team for him kaiser chiefs always with defenders they always fitted in well they always did well with, whenever they signed defenders there so with magnus sundowns will be required to do certain things that is never done in his career and at his age it's going to be very very difficult yeah unless cape sun city come back with a new lucrative deal for no but but he's 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 signed a new deal not so long ago okay uh, yeah he signed a new deal not so i think the beginning of of, of this season i think he signed okay. a new deal so he's, he's still good he ends what he's supposed to end so he must okay. just enjoy his football sure only time will tell uh you know life is a journey and sometimes we, we take that journey using cars and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no chief we need to talk about the tyson one you want to talk about, I mean, we're, we're running out of time here. I mean, I mean, okay. last week we did ask. We asked, um, what's it? We said, we said, Pirates will never pay that money. Uh, now Sundowns are ready to hijack this move. So, so I guess briefly, you want to chat about it. You know, Sundowns, is it a right fit for Tyson? Um, it's a tough one. Um, yes, yes, of course it is. I think Tyson can play anywhere in the country. He's such a good player. He's a good leader, and he will be reunited with Musa Labusa back with their Ajax days. So I think it could work very well. Um, and I believe that Sundowns are the only team that would be able to potentially afford him. So 
yeah, again, I think Tyson is one of the very few players that would play very regularly and keeping to his sort of game plan. Not much would change, in my opinion, in terms of having to adapt or being more, more versatile. Um, I actually see it probably a bit better fit than I'd see Pirates, to be honest. What do you think, Teko? Quickly. Uh, for, for me, I think I don't see Madisha at Mamelodi Sundowns being on the bench or being replaced by anybody. Just signed a new deal as well. Madisha's yeah. always been consistent irrespective of who comes back and who doesn't. And uh, with Tyson going to Sundowns, the question will be, will he be playing as a right back or a centre back? And if mm. he does, then he needs to partner somebody, which is Madisha needs to sit down on the bench. And I don't see that happening because Madisha has been there. He understands the culture. He knows what is required. He can't even coach Madisha anymore because he knows exactly what he needs to do. Correct. And Peter always likes comfort. He wants to be comfortable with the players out on the pitch knowing exactly because he, he doesn't like shouting and shouting and shouting. So he always wants players to understand what he wants. So mm. I think Madisha is a big deal. So, but at, at, at Pirates, I think they they need of a leader. They desperate to have a leader, especially at the back. And I think it would be better suited there because they, especially when they start playing from the back, it's not required to do much because they have a goalkeeper that's so comfortable in playing from the back. So at Mamelu, at, at Paris, I think it would be better suited because there's not going to be much that is required for him except to defend. Mm. At, at some sounds, he will be required to build from the back to do all this type of thing that is never done in his career. So I think for me, if he wants to continue being a leader that he is and have the captaincy yeah. and the captain the big team, I think. Colonel Price will be a perfect fit. Unless Pizzo has the vision of moving Labusa on the left, but I, I think Pizzo prefers no, he's, he's uh, Musa in the, the central. Big. No, Labusa's yeah. popped as left back. No. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. I think either way, a guy like Tyson has the right drive, you know, to to to, to fit in the <laughs> club. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Another thing that oh, would have the right God. drive is oh, the car sweet. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go in straight into the cars here yeah, because I was terrible right <laughs> car of the week i'm gonna go with my man pep guardiola um one of the very few guys these days that he finds no need in spending big or killing our sky with pollution he has now got an all-electric five-passenger car which is the new nissan leaf the leaf is able to approximately travel 100 miles on charge with its lithium neon battery pack with zero emission ranging from 500,000 to 650,000 rand it's still quite pricey if you ask me um, but I reckon further down the line you're going to get a lot more people following this trend because um, we've already seen what this lockdown has done to the pollution around <laughs> us how cool it is and I think yeah. I think you'll be following a lot of players doing this as well in the not so distant future definitely but you know I think uh, these days you still need the green to go green if you know what I mean it's still an Correct. expensive switch yeah yeah. But this is apparently the most affordable zero emission car, starting at half a million rand. So, Jesus. That's a lot oh, of money. Oh my. Oh my. But I mean, you know, we need that type of motivation in order to clean up Duh. the planet, if you know what I'm saying. Ah, yes. Right. <laughs> and Today's <it's> quote. <laughs> oh, sorry. 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 No, go continue, Sean. <laughs> I felt the energy, Deco. <laughs> no, no, continue, Sean. I'll say I this. I felt the energy. I like it. Um, this motivational quote today comes from, in my opinion, one of the best players ever to come out of South Africa, Mr. Surprise Moriri. Yes. And he said, sometimes you will never know the true value of a moment until it becomes a memory. I like that a lot. So tell all your loved ones today you love them. Yeah. And yeah, man, keep smiling. I yeah. Like, I, I really like that one. Mm. I really like that one. Solid one from Surprise. No surprises comes from a guy. Oh. <laughs> <I> like him. <laughs> you just wanted to redeem yourself, no? 
Very good. Very good. No, Slu, I want but, to. Uh, I wanted to say that on 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 the history today I think at uh, some point uh, somewhere there was a coach that actually resigned on air chief like I've never seen it before Serious Do Serious you, Yeah there was I a coach in the PSL that. that resigned online I mean on TV <laughs> on TV said I'm resigning after the game Oh man I'm sh- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to search for that one to, I'm going to search for He he used to be he used to be uh, Sean's coach Mushin Oh yeah Mm-hmm. Did he say that? He resigned on air. Wow. I need to. I need, I'm Googling this right now. Adolano Pirates resigned on air. He did in 2016. Yeah, Houston. he was, he was like, my here on air. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> that is incredible. That's that's a. I mean, it happened in November, but for sure, that's that's my favorite piece uh, this week in football history for sure. <laughs> I remember that. I actually remember that very clearly. Teko, well done. Wow, that is incredible. Well. uh <laughs> If he resigned on air, then we can also resign on air until next week. <laughs> this has been episode 23 of the Car Wash. Uh, Sean told me to say, I love you to my loved ones. I love you, Sean Roberts. I love you, Tego Modise. And you uh, I love every single listener and reader. And uh, have a great one, guys. We, we, are, we don't know how much longer this lockdown is going to be, but we're making it work and we're doing well. So keep on doing what you're doing. We out of here. Cheers. Yes, sir. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a Hangana Corner.